Sometimes you want to give a song five stars because it's produced so well and you like the lyrics so much and it hits you so fast, you really can't do anything but that. And sometimes you want to give a song one star, but it's produced so well you can't do anything about it. I think this is the case with Dan and Shay's new song, I Should Probably Go to Bed. This was released right at the end of July, last day, the 31st. It's only 2 minutes and 52 seconds long. It comes after a relative lull in their careers. They released 10,000 hours in October of 2019. That was with Justin Bieber. It went to the top 10 on the Billboard Hot 100. And it takes almost a whole year before they release this song. You would expect something new, something fresh, and hopefully a title for their fourth studio album. But from what I can find, that hasn't been released either. The truth is, what with COVID going on, a lot of people aren't releasing music in the way they used to. It's shaking up the industry, and it's producing some really interesting songs and some duds. The positive aspect of this track is that the production is stellar, in the sense that the vocals are crisp and clear throughout, and every instrument that is used has a place. However, there seems to be some instruments missing. At key points in the song where the dynamic is affected heavily because those are missing, and secondly, the vocals seem to overtake the mix rather than lift and draw the mix throughout the song. First of all, if you were to read about how this song was produced, it was done by Dan Smyers. Dan and Shay are a duo composed of Dan Smyers and Shay Mooney. Dan did the entire thing in his house, and he played every single instrument. You can kind of tell there's a MIDI piano that comes in at the beginning, then there's some strings, there's a very light kick drum. In fact, it's so light, I'm not sure if it's a kick drum or just the sound of a bass coming in throughout the mix. Sometimes those sounds can get confused. The vocals are good. They get stacked repeatedly throughout. And then near the end, it comes back down to the initial vocals and piano. What I don't like is that there's such an emphasis on Shay Mooney's voice. He's the singer. Although both people contribute vocals, he's the one who produces the melody. If you were to go back to their self-titled album from 2018, which had many successful singles and surprisingly did not win a lot of awards, there's one called Speechless, and it showcases just how well Shay can sing and just how lifeless his voice can sound when it's not done properly. I was listening intently at the beginning of this track for the first verse. The melody was enjoyable. And for once, it sounded like he was singing and meant it. And then he went into a vocal run that reminded me of somebody doing a performance in a class in their college course. And I'm sitting back and saying, nah, this isn't really music that's from the heart. This is just something that's made to sound good. And that's not enough. It really isn't. I'm not going to give this song one out of five stars. The reason being that it sounds good enough to get three out of five stars. And it has some components that lift it. For example, it was written with Sean Douglas and also Jason Evigan. He did Girls Like You. That was a number one song. So the lyrics are sound. This went to number 42 on the Billboard Hot 100. Right now it's sitting right beneath that at 43. And although the dynamic is a little inconsistent, overall it sounds good. Through your headphones, through your car stereo, etc. I'm going to give it two and a half out of five stars. And I'm going to encourage you to not listen to this song, but go and listen to Dan and Shay's previous album, especially Focus on Tequila. That's a really awesome song. You can subscribe to me on Spotify. Follow me on Instagram under Mark Resnick. You can support me. There's a link in the description. Making of a Hit